Good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to the Wrestle Talk Podcast. For the next two hours, we will bring you the latest pro wrestling news, in-depth analysis of all your favorite promotions from across the globe, and much, much more. We will also bring you exclusive interviews with the greatest professional wrestling personalities on the local, national, and international levels. If you want to follow the Wrestle Talk podcast, check us out online at www.wrestletalkpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And now... It's time for the reigning, defending, undisputed leader in pro wrestling podcast, the Wrestle Talk Podcast. What's up, everybody? It is Tuesday night. As you can see, it's time for the Wrestle Talk Podcast. And I am joined here. With my man, the Night Owl and Nightmare Jones, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? Good. How about yourself? I am doing pretty darn good. Looking forward to tonight's show. There, you know, it's going to be one heck of a show, I'm sure. I'm looking forward to this segment here of the uh, debate going on. And uh, Night Owl, how are you, sir? Que pasa, que pasa, que pasa, loyal members of the Wrestle Talk Podcast family. Hoss, what can I say, bro? We've been waiting for a year for the return of one Richard Douglas. And he made the biggest mistake of his life, Jonesy. He decided upon his return, he wanted me to end his career by entering his arena, the political platform, and agreeing to this debate. I'm excited, but I'm just wondering, I'm glad that you're both here, but Chalese, where the hell is Richard Douglas? He is, isn't he supposed to be here? Since He'll he's opponent in the, in the debate, what's going on here, Hoss? He'll be here. Don't worry about that. Oh, uh, you know, he, he will be here, but you know how he is. Things have to happen on his time. And, you know, he is still preparing and getting ready for you. And we just have to wait on him. You know how this man is. He thinks the world revolves around him. You know, so. There are speculations that he said that he's going to make you cry tonight, Renee. He said he's going to make the night out cry. Well, I have heard that. (laughs) Well, what I will say to you guys is that. Um, real shit walks, bullshit talks. And I think that's exactly what Dick Douglas is. He's a big pile of bullshit. But you know what? We'll wait for him to show up. He's going to be late as usual and probably unprepared. Okay? Let's just be real. But do you expect no matter anything? how under or over prepared he is, the night owl is a hundred percent ready for this debate. This debate, and when they proposed it, I immediately jumped at the opportunity because you know what? I think he's been ducking and dodging me for close to a year, gentlemen. You know, I, I think we might have a message coming in from Dick Douglas. Hold, hold on, is this a message from Dick Douglas? 
<laughs> All right. Well, listen, guys, we're going to get into the debate here um, about halfway through the first hour. But there is a lot of business that needs to be handled. And one of the things we always do here, guys, is we do what we call. I don't know if it's the Sparks. Do we call it the Star Spangled Banner? We used to call it the Carl Lewis. But now it's just the Wrestle Talk podcast pay, paying homage to what I believe to be the greatest country on God's green earth. So if you could go ahead and cue that up for me, Hardcore Hoss, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. We're going to ask everybody to respectfully remove their ca caps, place their uh, hands over their hearts as we pay homage to the greatest country on God's green earth. That's America, damn it. You know what to do. Joey? That doesn't, yeah, that brings tears to my eyes because of how terrible it is. That's <laughs> awful. That's absolutely awful. Yeah, I know you've been gone for a little while. We kept getting copyrighted for the Carl Lewis, my guy, so we had to switch it over uh, to the Roseanne bar, and we'll roll with uh, that until somebody copyrights us. But uh, thank you, Michael, for the compliment. I appreciate it, man. I was thrift store pimping, Dockers with the tag still on it. $7, buddy. Find yourself a deal, my guy. <laughs> but uh, listen, I know that there is some big news dropping here tonight. Um, but before we go there, and I know, Jones, you're going to kind of take the lead on this one. Yeah. But, but there's a couple of things we got to cover. So, and, and I want you guys to jump in on it as well. So here locally, uh, we recently had Dynamo Pro Wrestling this past weekend. Congratulations to the new Dynamo Pro Heavyweight. This is one. We'll get there. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to the new Dynamo Pro Heavyweight Champion, Camaro Jackson, former guest of the show, good friend of the show, well-respected dude here in the St. Louis slash Midwest area. Uh, Journey Pro Wrestling, Royce Isaacs, um, the, the, they had uh, Dak Draper in the building. They had the Howlets, and the list goes on and on and on. JDX was in the house. Shout out to Journey Pro for an amazing show this past weekend by all reports. And then coming up here locally, We've got Wrestling Revolver on January 16th up in Iowa. And then January 22nd is going to be out of control. We got DWF, XWE, and CCW all going on then that night. So if you guys are complaining that you don't like the wrestling on TV, trust me, just drive any direction for like 30 or 40 minutes. You're going to find a damn good independent promotion. And above anything else, even above the listeners and the sponsors, we support indie wrestling here probably above anything else, right, guys? Because we are all yep. huge fans of independent wrestling. Joe's a ref, I'm a commentator, and Hardcore Hoss is a hardcore fan. And you can find him on the, on the front row pretty much every week at a wrestling show in his particular area. So, uh, secondly, I wanted to uh, make a huge announcement. Some of you guys may already know this. One of our sponsors, Kincaid, has acquired a new space in the Hy-Vee Arena in Kansas City. This is a huge deal. They're opening up a second uh, Kincaid 
I'm going to be helping with that transition starting this Thursday. But that does not change all the stuff we have coming up with them, including January 13th. We're doing our second ever pro wrestling claim sale. John, I know you were around for that claim sale. What would you think about it? Did we do a pretty kick-ass job and, and give people some pretty awesome deals? Oh, yeah. There were some heck of a deals going on there. You know, uh, and I look forward to seeing what y'all have to offer on this one. And, you know, don't be surprised if eventually I don't just jump in there myself, you know. <laughs> well, somebody got ahead of me. Shout out to our boy, Brian, who ended up picking up a vintage Booker T action figure. And really kind of, I think, the snag of the night, he got himself a vintage Chris Benoit action figure that still actually had WCW on it from 1998 which is freaking incredible. And then two weeks after that, back at Kincaid, the, uh, the, the much anticipated return of our watch parties. We're going to be doing that, obviously monitoring COVID, you know, going like this, if things get crazy, that may change, but the Royal Rumble is taking place in St. Louis this year. And for those who are not able to travel to St. Louis for the Royal Rumble, we're going to be having a watch party on January 29th. That's actually Saturday this year, guys. So lots going on in the world of professional wrestling. Not to mention, and as always, the rest of our amazing, beautiful, loving sponsors, including Everything Combat. We've already mentioned Kincaid Esports Bar KC, which, by the way, this Sunday they're having a get-together uh, in honor of our, our longtime supporter, Big Cheese, and they're raising money to support him and his family. So make sure you guys try to be there. I-70 Sports, Royal Mills Transportation, Painter's Dream Production, Rathbun Engraving, and, of course, the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion, the FWWC. And that covers that. On that note, Jonesy, I believe, my friend, that you have some breaking news. So let's hear it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I do have some breaking news that... I apologize for my voice. Uh, I've got a little bit of a cold. But, uh, you know, at the Rest of Talk podcast, we always are trying to do different things. We're always trying to make the show better than it already is. I mean, and, you know, whether it's bringing in Dick Douglas and Jeremy Corp as uh, host of the uh, show or, or bringing in John Haas as the uh, uh video guy for the rest of talk podcast we have decided that in the new year we're going to bring on another host for the rest of talk podcast and this guy knows everything that you could possibly think about about professional wrestling like he is very very knowledgeable uh you know he he's somebody that definitely speaks his mind if he doesn't like something he's going to let you know that he doesn't like it he's absolutely going to let you know that 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 is bullcrap, and you know, and if it's a certain person here, you know, he may even call him a crumb bum. So, ladies and gentlemen, at the first of the year, the Rest of Talk Pod, Pod Podcast blah, is proud to announce that Sunny Money Mayo is going to be joining us on the Rest of Talk Podcast as one of our regular uh, hosts for for the show. What's up, Sonny? Let's make some noise for Sonny, though. Come on, y'all. Come on. Make some noise. Yo! Padrino, Godfather, welcome to La Familia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And one more thank you so much, gentlemen. Um, as you guys have seen, heard, and know, 
Russell Talk podcast has been in my heart for a long time. A uh, long time I worked uh, night times as a shoot job, and I would still try to get up the next morning and catch the replay. And now uh, I've been blessed that my job hours switched up, and I'm able to be here live with you guys every Tuesday. Um, and now to be a, a, a part of the greatness of being a host of Russell Talk podcast. I mean, you have to carry that banner around, and you got to hold your head hold your head high on that one, man. I'm absolutely blessed. It is an absolute pleasure to Renee, the Night Owl, to Nightmare Jones, to Hardcore Haas, to Skywalker, to my boy Rodell, and even in memory of one Rick Rose. Because, Renee, you and I know, man, we were sitting there in 2015 watching Nightmare Jones and Rick Rose hold down the origins of Russell Talk podcast. So for us to go into 2022 and me have the pleasure of being a host of this show, again, it's nothing short of a blessing. And thank you so, so, so much, guys. I do appreciate it. Um, you know what, Joey? I know, and I don't want to get you emotional here, but <clears throat> but you started this. This, yeah. this was your baby. And you've trusted a lot of people with it. I think you made a lot of great choices. That speaks to you and your wisdom. You, out of all of us, had the biggest connection with Rick while yeah. he was still alive. And him and I, we had an ups and ups and downs. But at the end of the day, that was my guy. And push come to shove, if somebody messed with Rick, they was messing with the night owl. So I know you can't speak for the man, but what do you think it would mean to him? And what does it mean to you to go from, you know, a very modest show that you guys were doing just to kind of capture your thoughts to what the wrestle talk podcast has now become and the promise that it has going into the future with guys like maestro uh, Richard Douglas. And now the latest and greatest edition, the one Sunny sunny money Mayo. How, how does that, I know it's hard to wrap your head around all that, man, but give us your best. It shot. definitely is. Um, I know for a fact that Rick would 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 be absolutely ecstatic about the the rest of talk podcast, and you know, more than likely he would have been wanting to come back to the rest of talk podcast because of you know, we we took the podcast from where it was, it was as successful as it was, and we made it even more successful and. You know, we've gotten to interview some some huge wrestling names. You know, like man, it's just there's so many names that 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 we've gotten to to talk to in the independent wrestling. And you know, there there's people now that see me and are like, "You're the guy from the Wrestling Talk podcast." You know, so it's uh, definitely kind of cool. And you know, I know that he would be more than 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 happy with where the podcast is and where it's going to go. That's that's great to hear. Thank you, Joey, for your thoughts. I, I'm going to throw to you, John, real quick here so we can get this love fest out of the way and we can start roasting Sunny Money. <laughs> but you're a relatively new addition here, and, and I know it's been a lot of work. It's probably a lot more than you imagined it would be. What advice uh, can you share with Sunny, being a guy that was uh, a recent addition to the Wrestle Talk podcast within the last year or so is when you started helping us, right? Uh, yeah, it, it's been probably just a little over a year now, I believe okay. that I've been helping you guys. And, you know, I, I started out answering the phones and playing drops. And uh, then as we progressed over to StreamYard, you know, became kind of a fill-in host and uh, helped 
get things up on the platform. So, you know, the biggest advice I can give you, if, if Night Owl hasn't already, Ethernet cable. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. That's it, bro. Maestro would love that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but, uh, you know, I, I'm just excited to have another edition here on the podcast. And, you know, I look forward to working with him and uh, it's it's going to be a fun ride. And I look forward to where this podcast is headed. Well, I'd love to hear that. Well, Sonny, I know you've uh, you've kind of said your piece a little bit, but man, we're definitely going to do what we can to welcome you in with open arms. How do you feel about the the opportunity and also the responsibility that this is going to be? Uh, you know, uh, I will lie. yeah, I, I won't lie, Renee, you know, it's a little intimidating and, you know, Let's make a little bit of a shoot, Renee. You know, I've been down the road with FWWC, and I never really held my end end of the bargain up. But I feel like kind of as a human being, I've done some maturing and I've done some growing. And, you know, to some people, this might just be, oh, this is a hobby. And, you know, you're just playing and it's play wrestling and it's pro wrestling. But, you know, for us four guys right here, you know, wrestling is our outlet. Wrestling is our life. I mean, yes, we have loved ones and we have other interests. But pro wrestling is a big part of our life for us to commit to every Tuesday night. Even myself committing to every Tuesday night before I got announced as a host to let my wife and kids know that, hey, this is daddy's time. This is something that's important to me. So to my, my, my biggest thing here is to, you know, get the football and not not fumble it. And hopefully I can do, you know, again, hopefully I can do a half of a good of a job as Rick Rose did. I hope I can do as half of a good a job as Hardcore Hoss or Rodell, or even Maestro with his <laughs> internet connection when it does fuck up. But you know what? Even, as much as much as we bust on him, you know, everybody here at WrestleTalk Podcast, all these hosts, when someone's out, someone else comes in and steps up and, and, and takes it to heart and does their job and knocks it out of the park week in and week out. And I just hope to continue to be that, that oil in the chain, man, that link in the chain and keep this thing rolling. Absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. Well, Sonny, you know today is a big show because not only are we introducing you, you're going to be starting out uh, in January, and I believe your first official appearance as one of the co-hosts alongside Skywalker, and we'll go over the schedule a little bit more the first week of January, but you're going to be working alongside Skywalker that fourth Tuesday of every month. Is that right? Yep. Yep, that's absolutely right, and I'm looking forward to it. Skywalker does an amazing job on here, man, as does everybody else. But I'm really, really looking forward to that very first show, and I hope all the fans who are tuning in tonight tune in that tune in every Tuesday, but definitely tune in that last Tuesday and see my debut as one of the hosts of Wrestle Talk podcast. I right, hey, shoot story here. So I'm running a show. I've run a se- I've run several shows. I've been very blessed. So my man was doing ring announcing at one of the shows. And I think he got the loudest pop of the night as the ring announcer. So look out, Joey. Look out, Hoss. Look out, everybody else. When Sonny's on, he's going to hopefully take you and the show to another level. Because the energy, I mean, I'll be honest. You taught me how to be a wrestling fan in the crowd. When to yell, when to boo. All the the, the synchronicities that are that that connection that the wrestler and the fans have, it's a learned thing. It's not something you do naturally. You kind of figure out, okay, this is when, so you did that, man, to go from that 
five years later, now you're becoming a host of the show, man. It, it is such a huge deal for me personally. And as long as you can fill that 52 week commitment, baby, you already know we're going to do everything we can to support you and your family, like always, because that's what Wrestle Talk is Wrestle Talk family. family you know what I'm saying? Now, all that said, gentlemen, let's go ahead and move on to a little bit of Lucha, 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 because I got a couple of high spots topics. Um, Hardcore Hoss, do us a favor. Go ahead and cue up the music from DJ Money for tonight's edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast High Spot Segment. Hit it! Mic check, mic check. Yeah. All right, all right. Wrestle Talk Podcast. DJ Money. There you go. Yeah. Uh. Let's go. Welcome to high spots where we pop news like rare chops. We talk shop coming through the screens of a laptop and non-stop like I wanna speak with the black top. We hit hard like chair shots and backdrops. Uh. The clock flash look like the belly flop. Now that's hard. We got the scene while they stay slow. Wrestle talk podcast. Now they know we about to start the show. Uh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to tonight's edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast High Spot segment. There's a lot of stuff we could cover right now. There's a whole bunch going on in the world of professional wrestling. But because Jonesy is back, he was gone for a little while. There's one particular topic, and we'll cover it quickly quickly because we only got about 10 minutes in high spots. The biggest news in the pro wrestling world, ladies and gentlemen, was not Hangman Page retaining the AEW World Championship. No, no, no. It's not Roman versus Brock or AJ Styles in NXT. No, it is the snitch. Yes. Joe, you only got a couple of minutes, but go ahead and give it to me, baby. You you earned this time. The, the, the time is yours, sir. You called it the upset of the century, and it happened, bro. Tell us all about it. Why are you so excited? And why the hell are you so obsessed with the snitch? Man, come on. Out with it already. Everybody wants to know. You, you got to be kidding me. See, this is snitch-type tactics. This is exactly what happens. Okay, I'm going to bring everybody on. You see what I mean? Right when we're about to get to the heart of the matter, it freezes. Okay, all right. My understanding is that we, okay, let's bring Jonesy back on. That was oddly convenient. Jonesy, okay. I'll be back. Something happened, (laughs) and you froze right at the moment. So I know you heard the question. Go ahead. Oh, man, you know, I told everybody that the snitch was going to win. I told you this was going to happen, but nobody wanted to believe me. Nobody wanted to listen to me. You got people like Chris Rodell who hates the snitch for some unknown reason. He's got some sort of vendetta against him. The snitch did exactly what I knew what he was going to do and what everybody else knew that he was going to do. And the snitch continues his conspiracy theories and the guy that he faced Right, you, the, you yeah, believe the, in what exactly, he's exactly, okay. exactly, and the guy that he faced, whatever his name was, is no whatever longer in the professional wrestling business. Oh, disrespectful! Oh, time out. Listen, I, I'm, I can let you get away with so much, but Josie, do yourself a pay, favor and go over to Dynamo Pro Wrestling on Facebook, bro. You're it was the outcast. 
The Bum Rush brothers were one of the early tag teams that showed us love, and your obsession for Snitch has led you to disrespecting one of the early tag teams that ever even wanted to do business with the Wrestle Talk podcast. Man, I hope Shorty Biggs doesn't hear this and find your ass, Jonesy, because you're going to be in big, big trouble, I'm telling you right now. Outcast is a St. Louis Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer, by my estimation, one of the greatest tag team he was. in St. Louis history. He was. I think probably one of the most recognizable and respected Dynamo Pro Tag Team Champions in, in, in the history of Dynamo Pro Wrestling. And the dude has not only done all that in his career. You know, he's fought Jake Durden. He's fought Mike Allen. He's fought everybody. Adrian serves the whole nine. But he's still yeah. doing it. He's still doing it, and he shares the knowledge. A lot of guys in the St. Louis area got a lot of respect for him. So I'm not going to let – I'm going to tolerate this from you, Nightmare Jones. Your damn obsession with the snitch is driving me crazy. Oh, my gosh. I mean, whatever, man. It's fine. In all due, due respect, I do have a lot of respect for the outcast. I remember Natsu Khan, him, him uh, sitting down with us and uh, giving us a, a uh, interview. So I have a lot of respect for for, for the outcast. And you I know, know you do. I know you do. You just need help because yeah. you and the snitch, y'all are y'all are off on some crazy shit. All right, I so- like the, the snitch. I like the heels. All right, so night out. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Hoss. Excuse me, I I have a very important email here that just came through. Come on, man, we're trying to get through high spots here. Are you serious? Just allow me a moment to read this. This is very important. Okay. From the office of Richard Douglas. No, here we go. Thank you for having Mr. Richard Douglas on Wrestle Talk podcast this evening. Mr. Douglas is an extremely busy man, and he will be on your program at 7.30 p.m. Fucking bullshit! (laughs) What? So my man's showing up 30 minutes late to a debate that he requested? Sounds like a dick move. Sounds like a dick move to me. (laughs) Shots fired! Shots fired! Oh my gosh. Yo, see, that's why Sunny Money fits right in. He knows exactly what to do and when to do it. (laughs) All right, well, that's fine. We've got a few more minutes. Okay, so I want to let you guys jump in with any other topics that you have. I want to hit you guys with mine, and it is this. Who do you believe is the best wrestler in the world right now not currently signed to AEW or WWE? I'm going to start with you, Hardcore Hoss, and then we'll go Sunny Money and close with Jonesy. Give it to me. If you need a second to think about it, I don't blame you, so I'll go first. To me, the number one pro wrestler today, not currently signed with AEW and WWE, is a man who has main invented more big-time professional wrestling, pay-per-views, whatever you want to call them, big shows, than really anybody. And I'm talking about Okada. Somehow, some way, they've been able to keep him over there in Japan. And I can't quite understand why, because anybody of that stature, the AJ Styles of the world, Kenny Omega's of the world, and the list goes on and on. Of course, it's a money thing. Good point, Sonny Money. My thing is that outside of those two big companies, to me, by a long shot, he is the number one guy not currently signed to AEW WWE. Hardcore Hoss, I've given you your time, buddy. What do you got for me? Um, I'm actually uh, going to go with an independent wrestler. 
And, you know, I, I think one of the best best I've seen is uh, I really believe Shane Malice deserves a real contract on one either AEW or WWE or with one of the bigger promotions. You know, he really does a good job. He, he really puts his heart into it. And uh, I believe that he belongs to on the big, big shows. All right. Well, you know what? No, nothing wrong with saying that. I know people here locally, there's probably a guy or two that we could make an argument for, right? Sonny Money, somebody that's been around for a while that we know could probably do really well for themselves up in the majors, but for whatever reason, just haven't done it. I don't want to right. steal your thunder, nor do I really know what you're thinking of. Right. But I'll put to you, man. Who do you think? <clears throat> yeah, no, there is a lot of local guys, not only in Kansas City, St. Louis, Des Moines area, and the Midwest in general. I think you could probably line up 50 guys who say they at least deserve some TV time in AEW and WWE. Now, Renee, you did say best, okay? And this is just my opinion right now. And I think you already kind of know where I'm going to go with this. But if it was me and I was controlling the books at WWE or AEW, right now, today, December 21st, I'm signing Dan Housen. Now, I say Dan Housen because, yes, he actually is a good wrestler in the ring. He, he, if you go back and take five minutes and watch a Dan Housen match, my man can go. He can do the moves with the best of them. But from what he did as an independent wrestler who was getting no recognition to putting on this face paint, tweaking this character because he just didn't do it overnight, it took him three or four months to finally tweak this character. And now my man is having lines next to CM Punk at conventions. He's got storylines on AEW, and he's not even signed, which I think he will be. But, yes, if I was to pick – about the asses? The asses, yes. <laughs> calling Billy Gunn, Billy Ass, calling Billy Gunn sons, the ass boys. Dan Housen is great. He put a smile on my face every time I watch him, even just by his promos or interviews, but he's definitely entertaining in the ring. So Dan Housen's my pick. Wow. Down ha Dan Housen is a strong pick, and I know for a while you've been, like, harassing me <laughs> about, bro, you got to check this guy out. You got to <laughs> check this guy out. And, yeah. you know, you being my pro wrestling godfather, I'm, I'm going to pay attention to you now. Have I gotten around to it necessarily? Not yet. No. Not yet, but – but when I do, I'm going in feet first because that's just the kind of the guy that I am. I, yeah. I really am. Now, yeah. I know Jonesy's working on his connection, so we'll get him back in just a second. A couple of guys that I think deserve honorable mention. What I want to do for with you, Hoss, and with Sonny, I'm going to say the name, and you just give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Do you think that they should or are capable of carrying their following all the way through to WWE, potentially in AEW? Absolutely. We're just we're just speaking figuratively here. Yep. We don't believe that them going to these companies is necessarily the best thing for their careers. Right. We're not saying that. We're just saying, do they have the name power yep. now? Do they have the ability in the ring now? Do they have the promo ability in the ring now to be able to work in a major promotion? So here are the names that I kind of wrote down. Just thumbs up or thumbs down for uh, WrestleTalk podcast uh, host here. Uh, number one, Alexander Hammerstone. If you're not familiar, then you just throw your hands up like this. Uh, Jacob Fatu. Jay White. Jay White. I know the name. I'm, I'm, I can, 
I'm I'm on I'm going dead fifty fifty on that, Renee. Okay, I don't so know. He's the, the leader, the current leader of the Bullet Club. Yep. And uh, I believe he held either the top or the second highest championship over yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling. I uh, got a couple more. Um, Jeff Cobb. Um, Killer Cross. No, that's a no. Why money? Why? Uh, he already had his. I'm sorry, Mrs. Killer Cross, who was just in NXT and got released from WWE, correct? Correct. Yeah, he's already had his chance. He, and I don't know if we, if we want to blame it on the booking in WWE, how they presented him, how they booked him or not. But I mean, he, he to me, he already had a shot. Not saying that this is just my opinion, but he already had a shot. So, no, he, he dropped the ball there. Man, go, go out, go to the Indies. Go do a three or four year run on the Indies, build that name back up, and then maybe come back. But no, as of today, that's a thumbs down for Killer Cross for Money Mayo. Excellent. And we got Jonesy back. We've only got about a minute and a half before we have to start the great debate, the first ever great pro wrestling debate here uh, on the Wrestle Talk podcast, featuring yours truly and Dick Douglas, who has yet to show up for the record. Jonesy, I went with Okada. Uh, Hardcore Hoss went with Shane Malice. Sunny Money went with Dan Housen. Who is, let me rephrase the question here, the best wrestler in the world today not currently signed by AEW or WWE? Who do you think that wrestler is? Oh, man, you know. Bro, and I swear me, if you say the snitch, I'm kicking you it's, off this damn It's really easy. <laughs> and no, it's way. not going to be the snitch. It's not okay. the snitch. For me. <laughs> For me, the best wrestler that I can think of right now. The best wrestler that I can think of would be ISP. ISP is a man that has wrestled promotions. He is very good at what he does. He is very good at being a heel. And ISP, in my opinion, is the top wrestler for me. Now, some people might disagree, but for me, it is it is ISP. Wow, bro. And we were lucky enough to have him on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he's going to be coming back on the show very, very soon. Hoss, we don't want to spoil it. We'll wait to the beginning of the year to let everybody know, but let me tell you, things are about to get real heated concerning ISP and another gentleman <laughs> who uh, were on the show both here very recently. Shout out to our friends over at uh, WDWA. Nothing but love and respect to those guys. I got one last name. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Jordan Grace. I need a thumb. Awesome. There, there it is. Okay. Gotcha. Awesome. And then last question, unrelated to the former question. Excuse me. Sorry about uh, that. Something that Rikishi posted just simple yes or no, thumbs up, thumbs down. Should Umaga be in the WWE Hall of Fame? That's a no from money. Uh, that that one, probably not. And that's three. Just not enough. Nope. All the all the talent, ability, gimmick, strength, size, all of it. Just not enough. And there's and there, and, and just and just to add and just to add a note on that Umaga because I know we were tight against time here real quick. There's guys with less of a resume that are in WWE right the WWE Hall of Fame right now that I don't think. Like, be, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Like> be Rose. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. 
Yeah, he's got to make one Hall of Fame at least. But right. no, there's a lot of guys in uh, that WWE Hall of Fame who should be in there with a lesser resume than Umaga. But unfortunately, no, 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 no WWE Hall of Fame for Umaga. R.I.P. Wow, wow. Uh, that's a toughie. But hey, you feel how you feel, and that's what we do here, baby. That's why we always hashtag Let's Talk Wrestling. Your yep. takes strong. None of that weak stuff, and you don't even have to make everybody agree with you. We just want to hear your takes, and that's exactly what Sunny Money is going to do all of 2022, God willing. Give us health. Give us strength. Yep. Because it's going to be an awesome deal. So, Sonny, thank you for being here, bro. I love you, man. Congratulations. Welcome. I'll give you a round of applause again. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. And listen, you got a Raider fan clapping for you with all that Chiefs gear you got on. So, you, you already know we really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah man. That is one more thing, Sonny. It gets your sport right. <laughs> You're talking wrestling. We don't want to see all this yeah, you know your chief yeah. stuff in the in the background. Hey, bro, hold on, Hosh. You know I love you, bro, but you can ask Joe Nightmare Lance himself. I throw a mean German suplex on anybody who talks dirty about my Chiefs. He knows first right. so Okay, okay, okay. You got to no, relax. I'm just kidding. Don't relax. We like the heat. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, to your corners, to your corners. Yep. We got another uh, big fight getting ready to happen. So, Sonny, have a great night. Hoss, I don't know if you're going to hang around in the background or not. Love to have you around or whatever. You guys know how we do. We're going to keep the show rolling, man. Thank you all for being here. Respect. Well, do, do you have uh, Mr. Douglas's music? Uh, I mean, I'm sure we could dig something up. Or I, I mean, I, I have his music. So Okay. All right, Sonny. We'll catch you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank Peace you. Goes. And there he goes. Um, I thought we were just gonna play some generic, like political nonsense music. But if if he if the man's got his own music, by all means. But please do me a favor though. Let's introduce the moderator first, who is far more important. By all means, let's uh, let's go ahead and bring on the moderator of this event. You know, the voice himself, the one, the only. Mr. Luke Roberts. Good evening, gentlemen. Good Luke evening. Freaking Roberts. Hey, I gotta, what a I gotta, pleasure say, I gotta is be, to see you. For once, I've got to be fashionable tonight. And Renee, uh, Haas, I gotta throw my two cents in on that question you had just a minute ago talking about wrestlers not signed to WWE and AEW. Uh, Renee, you, you had one of them that I was thinking about. Uh, you were talking about Kasuchika Okada. Uh, I'm also thinking Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace. Yes. I think he's another one that definitely needs to be uh, considered. And I can tell you right now another one, and again, I'm just going to be perfectly up front, is the brand new Dynamo Pro heavyweight champion and D1 champion, Camaro Jackson. Now, I know we don't have a lot of time to spend talking about this, but – Serge was on the verge of hitting a thousand days. That's true. Say what you will. He didn't hit the thousand, but his reign will go down possibly as one of the greatest reigns in Dynamo Pro Wrestling history. Would you agree or disagree with that? I would definitely agree with you. I mean, the man for almost a thousand days, I mean, the numbers there, it's almost three years as Dynamo Pro champion, and he took on everybody. And kudos to him. Those that were at the fight before Christmas saw a great matchup. But I have to say right now, once it Lightning struck twice, brand new Dynamo Pro Heavyweight Champion, Camaro Jackson. And again, 2022 Dynamo Pro Wrestling. Check us out on social media. There's a lot coming up. But you know something, Renee? Being tonight's moderator, and I know that we've been waiting. Um, I do have, as, as Hoss got a few minutes 
minutes ago. A formal introduction from the staff, from a staffer, from Richard Douglas. And I was requested that I, I read introduction. So, Hoss, I hope we have the music ready. Please, please let me go ahead and make sure I get this introduction correct. A man who has an extensive platform for reaching success, Richard Douglas is the proprietor of the City on the Hill. A man formally endorsed by such individuals as former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich and professional wrestling managerial legend James E. Cornette, Richard Douglas has achieved success in the business and professional wrestling industries. In less than five years, Richard Douglas has accomplished more than most individuals have in their entire professional careers. At this time, please welcome our first speaker this evening, the man who believes it is time to save wrestling, Mr. Richard Douglas. We don't need more of that. I, I, it's okay. You know, the music's a year old, but that's okay. That's probably uh, on our side. But I'd like to apologize for that. Not the, not the music we wanted. I mean, this is time and time again. You know, we've had something happen. Uh, Luke Roberts, as you know, I don't think it's fair. Just to start off, that uh, we're having a moderator and part of our uh, debate here, talking to each other and bull bullshitting. I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. Um, you were late. So what kind of jurisdiction do you have to tell us about what the hell we're doing? We had to fill okay. 20, 37 minutes of time where you should have been here, sir. What I'm thinking is you want to cut down the amount of time to cut down the amount of embarrassment. Cause you haven't been here for a year and it's about damn time. You showed your face, Richard. I've been a little busy. If you haven't noticed Renee, I think uh, we've set the wrestling world on fire and I'm ready to uh, highlight that tonight in such fashions that only, uh, our illustrious campaign can do. And to have Luke Roberts here, a prestigious member of our media team, is just uh, just wonderful. You're looking great, Luke. I was going to wear a tie, but I uh, I knew I heard that you were going to wear one, so I didn't want didn't to step on those boundaries. Oh, well, first of all, you. Mr. Douglas, I have to Suck say thank to you. to the moderator. You. But to give, you, to give a, a, fair, a fair opportunity to the listeners and the viewers of tonight's program and tonight's great wrestling debate, I do have an introduction for our second speaker. Known by the viewers of the Wrestle Talk podcast and the Fantasy Wrestling Worldwide chapter, our second speaker is an accomplished businessman and broadcaster. Since joining the Wrestle Talk podcast several years ago, Renee Martinez has taken a love of professional wrestling to heights that no one would have dared dream of. Not only is he the host of the Wrestle Talk podcast, but he is one of the core members of the FWWC and an announcer and commentator for several professional wrestling promotions. Organizations that are involved with professional wrestling throughout the United States are familiar with what this man has accomplished in professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our second speaker to tonight's great wrestling debate, the Night Owl, Renee Martinez. Que pasa, que pasa, que pasa. I look forward to a great, challenging, and maybe slightly controversial debate. I am ready. Let's do this. All right, well, for those that are watching tonight's program, I do want to lay down a little bit of ground rules. We had an opportunity to speak about this prior to tonight's event. Uh, in just a moment, we will go ahead with a series of questions. We will alternate between both Richard and, and the Night Owl. Each individual will have the opportunity per question to speak for two minutes. At that time, the other speaker will have the opportunity to reply. 
At the conclusion of those two two-minute sessions, each speaker will have an additional one minute to reply to anything that has been said on that particular topic. Before we begin, gentlemen, are you understanding uh, the rules of tonight's debate? Absolutely. I, 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 I was making sure Renee understood them. Yes, I, I do. I, I've known yes, that. Unlike you, Richard, I, I fluently speak and read two languages, not just one. Just, just okay. All right. Well, now, gentlemen, at this point, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and begin our first portion of tonight's great wrestling debate. And our first question will begin with Mr. Douglas. Mr. Douglas, what professional wrestling promotion would you consider to be the most successful and why? You know, in the realm of things, uh, in, in terms of capitalism, which is driving our wrestling economy and has for such a very long time, we would have to look at a, a company such as, as WWE. But if we look in the terms of change, in the terms of a revolution, we have to look, you know, what's happening on Wednesday nights with AEW on TNT, which is uh, featured, by the way, by the man who trained me, Dustin Rhodes, who gave me the passion to lead such an incredible movement, just like AEW's done. If you look what's happened in 10 years in professional wrestling, 2007 to 2017, numbers dropped. And why did numbers drop? Because the corporates, Vince McMahon, the boards that be, forgot about the fans at home, forgot about people like you, Luke Roberts, who, who loved the way wrestling was, forgetting about the fans that made the sport what it is today. And that's why my campaign, my movement, our movement, it's about bringing everyone together once again and loving a sport that has forgotten about its core fans. And AEW has done a fantastic job of doing so. All right, Mr. Uh, Douglas, thank you for that insightful commentary. Did he choose one? Because uh, I could have swore he just chose two different companies. Well, he, he did He did make uh, no, a statement, uh, Renee. No, uh, listen, here's what I was doing. I was talking about there's two ways you can define success here, okay? There's financially and there's in terms of buzz and creating a movement. And that's what AEW's done. And in terms of actually being successful, AEW, in my humble opinion, and the opinion of scholars and teams of statisticians, they all believe AEW is doing better than WWE. Is that enough of a clear-cut answer for you? Fair enough. All right. Fair well, at this point, uh, Nightown, the floor is yours. You have two minutes. Um, I, I would have preferred more um, specifics within describing this question because I think parameters are important. Um, I'm actually going to defer from North American wrestling for just a moment um, because I know, you know, in my travels, which it maybe haven't been as extensive as uh, Dick Douglas over there, um, I know well enough that longevity is key. And if I was a betting man, I would bet that even over the long run that WWE would probably still win out over AEW because they just proven it. But you know who hasn't had a drop-off even during the pandemic? You know has continued to thrive and succeed despite all the different things that are going on over here on our side of the world? That is New Japan Pro Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. New Japan Pro Wrestling continues to produce and to ship out and export more professional wrestling talent than any other country in the world. Far beyond my beloved home country of Mexico or even my adopted home country of the United States of America. When you want to see the Jerichos of the world take their game to another level, they don't go to Canada, 
They don't go to Mexico. They go to Japan. When they talk about Brock Lesnar and all of his accomplishments, what do they talk about? How Brock Lesnar went to Japan. The biggest signee within the last five to six years, maybe seven in WWE, somebody who was already established, went where and made their name, where they couldn't do it when they were in TNA. AJ Styles did it where? In Japan. Ladies and gentlemen, without a shadow of a doubt, and I'm removing all bias. I know politicians are incapable of doing such things. I'm going to go with New Japan Pro Wrestling. They've got the longevity. They've got the history. They've got the names of support, and they continue, even through the pandemic era, to be a topic of conversation over and over in pro wrestling circles not filled with arrogant pricks named Richard Douglas. Okay. Okay. Come on, Luke Roberts. I get at least a couple of minutes to dissect this rant, don't I? Those two you minutes, have, you have one minute, Mr. Douglas. One minute. What A minute. Okay, listen. We can talk about New Japan all we want. Okay? They have one big show a year. That's it. One big show a year. That's when that's all you can afford. When it, Listen. Whenever everyone's a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling is whenever they have their one big show with Ring of Honor or was with Ring of Honor and Wrestle Kingdom. And so all of a sudden now we have, what, what, let's be honest, let's see who you're catering to. You're catering to the hippie fans of wrestling, the ones that just want to have a voice, Renee. And that's the absolute truth of the matter. And you can say all you want about how Vince McMahon has forgotten, and we've talked about it, and you and I have agreed. But when you try to throw New Japan in between the lines of AEW and WWE, whose mainstays, on television programming throughout America, okay, come on. That's where we're getting a little off off topic here. I mean, and then they assault me on top of it. That's a lot to support your claim. That's that's a lot. Uh, Night Owl? Look, minute. I'm going to keep it plain and simple. I know that there's going to be a huge North American bias, especially from somebody like Richard Douglas, who doesn't care about anything else other than the zip code that he happens to be controlling at the time. Okay, and the people that he can manipulate. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, Kenny Omega, where did he make his bones? Japan, biggest wrestler, 2021, 2020. Absolutely. Kenny Omega, who, if you talk about the longest to hold the AEW, because you said AEW. So first we had a Japanese woman's uh, champion as the first ever AEW women's champion. And then we went from that to Nyla Rose and then Sheeta, who's the longest reigning AEW Women's Champion of all time. So for the existence of the AEW Championship, it's been held, or the Women's Championship, it's been held predominantly by Japanese women. From where? From New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's you, because you're not, you're they want to cater. Beyond the surface, Douglas. You're not looking beyond the surface. Your, your North American obsession is what's blinding you to the reality that New Japan Wrestling is by far the most successful wrestling company you in ta- the world. Today. You talk about reality. You talk about reality. Let's talk reality here, okay? They made they made them champion because they knew fans just like yourself who wanted to cheer for the little guy could cheer for the little guy. That's how Kenny Omega made it because a bunch of fans just want to see guys running around as fast as they can and forgetting about the fans and the story that made professional wrestling what it is. Let's be real here. Moderator, he gets second rebuttal? Take Uh, control here. How does he get a second rebuttal? At this point, ladies and gentlemen, our first topic has been closed. We will begin question number two with the night out. Yeah, night like, out. Just like today, we whine and get our way. Okay. Whatever. You got Decorum, sword. gentlemen. Decorum, please. Okay. Night out. Question number two. Recently, Ring of Honor Wrestling COO Joe Koff has proclaimed that Ring of Honor Wrestling returning 
is a question of when and not if. It was further stated by Koff, we never use the words shutting down. As noting, Ring of Honor is going on a temporary hiatus with a company return to live events in April with Supercard of Honor. Your question is, do you believe that Ring of Honor Wrestling will return with Supercard of Honor? Absolutely. You know why? Because we've done business with Ring of Honor repeatedly. We've talked to some of their best superstars. We talked to Dak Draper. We talked to Punishment Martinez. The list goes on and on. And you know what Ring of Honor has always done? They've always been a company that has kept their word. And much like New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor has a legacy and a history to live up to. They've got a foundation to build upon. They've got a library that far exceeds almost any other pro wrestling company on the level that they were able to attain. So as far as I'm concerned, it all unfortunately goes back to capitalism. That's why Richard Douglas is dressed like he's getting ready to, to interview for a car salesman position. And I'm dressed like a blue collar, hardworking American. Cause that's exactly what I am. Okay. But let's be real here. You're dressed like you're going to go bowling in 15 minutes. Douglas, this is night out. Thing, but that's time. not the important issue. Douglas, this my is my time. My time. Exactly. So long story short, I've got to go with the legacy and with the history that Ring of Honor has established. They went out strong. They had a couple of pretty cool appearances there at the very end. And you had a champion retaining that's a credible champion. Jonathan Grisham could have easily been on our list, Skywalker. When we went over the top talents in the world today, not currently signed to AEW, WWE, Jonathan Grisham could have easily been on that list and everybody would have gave the double thumbs up. I think they're in position. It's just a matter of time before they come back. So I'm going to be the optimist of the group, and I'm going to go ahead and say yes, Ring of Honor returns. At, okay, uh, you have two minutes. Okay, let's talk real world here. Okay, what drives the world? What drives business? What drove WWF at the time past WCW? That's finances. That's money. Okay, time and time again, Ring of Honor, they're on a shoestring budget. You and you, let's be honest, Renee. You and I have been a part of independent shows that put on better production value than Ring of Honor. It's true. It happens. That is so. Shots fired. Shots fired. Night Owl, this is okay. Hold on. Time. You can sit there and you can interrupt me and you can insult me all you want, but let's be honest. Facts are facts. And I worked backstage at Ring of Honor during one show before the pandemic. I've been there. I can say this because I experienced it. And just because we have fans like yourself who assume, assume that something's that grass is always greener on the other side. We have to talk in terms of reality. And that's what we're forgetting also in our industry. Reality. Money makes the world go round. And right now, Ring of Honor ain't got enough money to make their car go round, let alone a television production. Okay. At this point, um, Night Owl, you had one minute to respond. I'm going to keep my rebuttal short and sweet. Let's not forget about the legacy and the history that Ring of Honor has built. You would be ignorant to think that there's not a Billy Corrigan dick out there smart enough to put the money in the middle of the table to bring Ring of Honor back to that place of prestige that it so rightfully deserves to be. If you are the kind of person who has the kind of money that Billy Corrigan has or Richard Douglas has, you would be remiss to not buy Ring of Honor and bring it back. Somebody out there, we've got more millionaires 
in this country than any other nation on the planet. Somebody out there has got to be intelligent enough to go in there, whether it be the out in front owner like Billy, Billy Corrigan or to be a silent partner like we've seen in so many different other industries and companies to give Ring of Honor that opportunity that it deserves. I give you my word, super card of honor. Ring of Honor will be back. And Dick Douglas, you're going to be eating your words. Mr. Douglas, you have the final moment. There is no final moment in this discussion because Renee's right. Renee's Renee's right in the fact that someone could rebuild Ring of Honor. But why would you rebuild something that's going to take too many cement patches to fix? Ring of Honor's foundation is cracked and gone. Okay? They didn't keep up with current technology. They didn't. They started the last year, and by then it was too little too late. Time and time again, technology has driven our industry It's driven our infrastructure, and until somebody with a brain even decides to remotely start the idea of a third promotion again, and I would consider Ring of Honor in that category, whether it being a Freddie Prince Jr., who I've heard through the grapevine of starting a wrestling promotion, that would kind of be more like it. And maybe you can keep some of the people that built Ring of Honor and created, I wouldn't say legendary or any type of aurora around them. They were an independent company that got big. It's exactly what they were. They had wrestlers that were nowhere near found. WWE had no clue who they were. And when they were with Ring of Honor and people were banging on an aluminum siding and they were cheering for them, everyone cared and it created a good picture. But until then, until you have a mix of the old and the new, it won't get better. And honestly, at this point, in terms of finances, you might be better just starting over again. All right. Well, gentlemen, at this point, I want to thank you for your your commentary on that past question. Also, as a reminder, for those that are watching tonight's great debate, make it a point to be please sending those messages through Facebook and through social media. We've had a lot of commentary thus far from the fans of tonight. I don't mean to interrupt you. I understand we're in a format. But what's been going across the lower third of this screen has been appalling. Time and time again, WrestleTalk Podcast and Renee's cronies, they take the most nasty comments from their lobbyists, from their bot pages, and they put them on the lower third. And I'm just saying that's something we need to moderate as well. Uh oh, so you're you're for censoring free speech is what is what you what you just said. No, it's, it's not free speech. It's it's propaganda perpetrated by you once again just to make yourself look better, like you have more supporters in this debate. That's why I didn't. My want to hands are here. right here, fam. You've been seeing my hands the whole time. Oh, okay. yeah, no, gentlemen, I can't gentlemen. because all I can see is your bowling hat and headphones. Listen, okay, ge- here's what happened. Be respectful. All I'm, I, I'm sorry, but all I'm saying is this. We have propaganda being perpetrated. My people's comments aren't being seen. And it's time to what moderate. people? You have, oh, we're going to get to that. Gentlemen, we're going to get to that forum, in a second please. hour. Gentlemen, oh, oh, yeah, look at it. Gentlemen. All right. My rally made in Joe Biden's. I'm sorry. Gentlemen, decorum, please. Like I said, you both know exactly what we agreed upon in this debate. So we'll make sure we are taken care of. And and just to let you know, uh, I have spoken with the media team here at the Russell Talk Podcast, and we are trying our best to make sure that we do air both sides of this debate. Now we will move on to question number three. And in this case, Mr. Douglas, you will be our first speaker on this question. In 2021, All Elite Wrestling has seemingly opened the forbidden door by bringing professional wrestling from a variety of outside promotions into All Elite Wrestling. Do you feel that this is bad or good for professional wrestling and why? Yeah, so I think this could be uh, the biggest case of destruction that our industry has ever seen. We have to keep, in certain cases, our wrestling nation border closed. 
Because time and time again, we've seen infighting brought up with cross promotion. We always get the greedy booker that wants his guy to win and he'll do whatever he can to squash another company. And when we start opening these doors, we start devaluing other products. We start taking away from some of the smaller companies like New Japan Pro Wrestling, who's a quite frankly a great second place to some of the current promotions today and still could be. But when you start devaluing talent, when you start watering down dream matches, and that's what they are, dream matches. Half the time, let's be honest, dream matches, they don't pan out. Look at Undertaker and Goldberg. That is my prime example. We had people begging for this to happen. We have people begging for Sting, who was one bump away from a nursing home, and The Undertaker, who quite frankly needs every bit of help he can moving around to wrestle. And that's what's that's completely killing our industry. That's what's killed it for 10 years. When you cross-promote, let's say, let's for instance, let's cross-promote AEW and WWE for a second. Let's, let's book Roman Reigns with Kenny Omega for both titles. Do you think there's going to be one ounce of honesty in how they come to a conclusion and who's to win? I want you to ask yourself that at home. And if you truly think that's the case, then support that idea. But in our campaign, we have no room for ideology that would just destroy and crumble the nation that we're trying to rebuild. It won't happen. Night Owl, your chance to reply. Skywalker, before you restate the question for the audience, I I do wonder about that platform of yours, um, Mr. Douglas. Uh, This six policy platform that you're always talking about, um, I've watched all of your videos, all of your Twitter. Uh, I've seen you know, the hashtag have. Dick 2021. Yes, a, a, a whole dozen or so of them. Yes. So I'll t- I'll give you my time to talk about the six policy policy platform because every time that you're asked about it, you seem to to get busy or you're snatched out of the room by no. one of your assistants or, or something. Can we not? Can I'll diverge and give you my time? My assist. Snap, I am one of the easiest people to work for. You ask anybody in Austin, I ran a campaign that was bigger than any state rep or any congressional or Senate race that was out there. We had a full functioning machine, and at no point did I ever exert any disrespect to my staff. Let me be clear. No it's one's accusing honor. you of that. I'm asking you about the six. That's what you just said. You, said. you said, Okay, policy platform. You're giving me my your time back because you don't know how to answer. You agree with me it's a bad idea. Let's just say that first. My six policies, it's about diversity. It's about implementing business relations with our talent. It's about creating a utopia where a wrestling fan can have just the same amount of insight as a wannabe journalist that calls himself the Wrestling News Observer. That's the truth. Okay, that's what our platform is about. Our platform is about incorporating all aspects from low income to high income and incorporating their ideas together. It's about creating a utopia, Renee, a utopia that encompasses a city on the hill that we created that we can all. Let me let me let me ask you. So whose house is sitting at the top of that hill? All of ours. It's all of our house Mm -hmm. because we're a team. We're a team that drives this nation of professional wrestling to reach new high roads. We're a team and you haven't been here for a year, bro. You haven't been in your spot as a host for a year. But let's be honest. No, 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 no. I'll reclaim my time. Moderator, I'll reclaim my time. Can you No, you can't reclaim your time. Here's what happened. Listen, okay, just because the Chiefs think they can get get away with everything, just like they did in the Super Bowl when they cheated, we all saw what happened, and fans like Renee decided to whitewash every bit of information that came out. 
Okay. I was in Texas rebuilding and restructuring a career that was formulated and built on passion that one of the greatest wrestlers in our industry has ever seen has given me. How is this guy put our life on the line? Moderator, how is he continuing to use my time? At this time, gentlemen, I will I have looked at the at the clock. You did defer your time, Night Owl. Thank you. He would be allowed the opportunity. But he didn't answer the question. I did. Did you hold it? Gentlemen, we need to have some semblance of order here. At this point in time, I must say, Mr. Douglas, you were allowed to take his time. However, your time has expired. The final commentary, the final say at this question belongs to the night out. Uh, please okay. restate the original question. Please, Skywalker. Question again. Is AEW has seemingly opened the forbidden door by bringing professional wrestling from a variety of outside promotions into all elite wrestling. Is this good or bad for professional wrestling? You have one minute. Um, it's good for AEW. It's good for AEW. Um, the way that they've treated the AAA Tag Team Championships by letting FTR dress up like a couple of frogs in some costumes that they got at Party City 15 minutes from downtown St. Louis, it just absolutely mind-boggling. It is disrespectful. The AAA Tag Team Championships are among the most respected and time-honored tag teams in the world, tag team championships in the world. And the fact that FTR was allowed to run down a, such a prestigious title as the AAA Tag Team Championship, to me, was flat-out disrespectful. If they're going to handle things like that, then no. I don't think it's good for professional wrestling, Skywalker. I really don't. Now, if they can bring these people in and honor them and give them the respect and prestige that they deserve, whether it be superstars that are coming from other countries or if it be championships coming from other countries. As long as they don't treat it as a second-class thing, like Kenny Omega sometimes coming out with the AAA Heavyweight Championship, sometimes not coming out with the AAA Heavyweight Championship, then I don't necessarily think that that's a good thing. If you do it that way, I think it's bad for business. If you find a way to uphold the prestige of the people in those championships, then I will say that it is good for professional wrestling. All right. At this point, gentlemen, we do have to move on. <laughs> Look, even one of your lobbyists disagreed with you. You mean Look at the lower third. one of the new co-hosts? You missed the first part of the show. He's yeah. one of the gentlemen, hosts now. Gentlemen, we do, have a, we do have a format. We do have questions that have been presented to both sides. We are going to continue with that. Question number four will begin with the night owl. The NWA has, received, has also seen a resurgence in 2021. What do you feel that the next year to 18 months holds for the National Wrestling Alliance? What can I say? I was privileged enough to see the NWA World Championship defended in front of me. Nick Aldis did something with that championship that few other champions have been able to do. Then you go from him to a guy that we can all back up, a guy like Trevor Murdoch. And in his first defense, what does he do? He brings it home to the good old Midwest and defends against Attila Khan. And what a match that was. Shout out to our dear friend and longtime supporter, the legendary Herb Simmons himself. A true, honored, honorable, and hardworking politician, unlike somebody on this broadcast. I think NWA is in great hands. They've got the finances, which I'm sure is what 
Dick Douglas is going to go right for the money, the capitalism aspect of it all. And the NWA is well on its way to becoming a very, very strong third in North America in terms of the top professional wrestling companies on this side of the globe. So I'm very optimistic, Skywalker. Um, I've been privileged to have an opportunity to work with a couple of NWA, NWA guys myself. And I think the uh, the momentum is 100% upwards with everything concerning NWA. I could not be more excited. All right. Thank you, Night Owl. At this point, Mr. Douglas, the floor is yours. For every common and average fan at home that didn't understand the insider phrases that Renee was just using, I'm going to clarify this for you. What Renee basically just said was, thank you, Herb Simmons. Thank you, NWA. Thank you, Attila Gunn. Thank you, Trevor Murdoch, for being on my show. And let me lobby for you about how great you are. Those aren't my real feelings. You see, time and time again, because we have backstage deals, just like Renee did, to have all these interviews with Attila Gunn, with Travis Cook, whenever they were building up for this match, they said, I'll repay you. And how do they do it? By doing just what he did. The NWA is dead. Let's be honest. It's dead. It was even, it was, it's worse off than when it was, than when it was when Jim Cornette made the comments he made. And by the way, I'm proud to have Jim Cornette's endorsement. I'm proud to have a real legend of our industry, a real innovator support our platform. But even he can agree that the NWA's time has come. You can go out to any wrestling show in St. Louis, whether it's Dynamo, whether it's WrestleMax, whether it's Glory Pro, whether it's Jim's and Bob's wrestling show that's in the parking lot of a quick trip. It doesn't matter. It's better produced than the NWA. We're lost in the 80s and the prestige that was the wrestling at the chase. Listen, when you talk about when you talk about Nick Aldis, good. The guy can wrestle. Congratulations. Look throughout the entire industry, 99% of us can. Okay, there's very few. He is no Ric Flair. He is no Harley Race. He is no Dusty Rhodes. He cannot carry that company and couldn't, so I had to give it to Trevor Murdoch. And let's be honest, he cannot do what Roman Reigns and what now Hangman Page can do for a company. They are not looking to the future. All right. This time, time has been reached. Night out, you have one minute to reply. Listen, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. First, this guy runs that ring of honor like a week removed from the passing of Jimmy Ray. And now he's running okay. down the NWA no, and okay, accusing listen. the Wrestle Talk podcast Douglas, of taking money and taking money and, and bribery. Whoa, wait, what what do those sound like things that certain right. people in certain industries do? Oh, politicians do that, right? So what's the oldest trick in the book? You accuse the opposition of doing exactly what you're doing. No, listen, listen, that's not what I said. You took a word. Oh, oh, you took a on. word. This is still Night Owl's time, sir. Are you? Okay. A little decorum, Mr. Douglas. Don't be a dick about it. Okay? Whoa. I hey. vehemently deny, vehemently <laughs> deny any of the accusations, any of these preconceived uh, underhanded tricks. The Wrestle Talk podcast got clout, homie, and we don't go to men's warehouse to buy it. You understand me? People reach out to us to come on the show. Jason Wells from CCW reaches out to us. Billy Simmons from XW reaches out to us. The Dynamo Pro team reaches out to us. 
and you should be lucky to be here. And if you were in the same room right now, I know you're, you're I know you're Italian. I'm Mexican, and you know how we usually settle things. So you're lucky we're not in the same room right now, Richard, because I'm I, downright feeling disrespected by you right now, and you're putting a lot of dirt on the name of some great people and some great companies. You're really pissing me off today. I'm telling let, you right no, now. No, let's be honest. I'm, hold on, hold on. No, listen. I have to stop you here because what he just did was completely tried to assault our movement. Okay, you get in the same room as me. That's a different story. Okay, ask El Magnifico. Ask anyone. Ask Corey Cooper. Prime example. He got he got lucky. Renee, if you want to talk face to face, I am not scared of you, and I'll stick up for my movement any day of the week. But to go to violence, I hope the people at home are watching. I hope you're watching. Is this the voice that you want to represent the future of this nation? Is it? All right. Well, gentlemen, at this point, uh, I do have to uh, end the discussion here on this question. Uh, at this point, I do have my next question. And Mr. Drew, uh, Douglas, you will have the opportunity to lead with this question. In the year 2021, many major landmark events have taken place on the Russell Talk podcast. What do you feel is the most important and why? Um, my return, quite frankly, my return. There's never been a bigger event. I mean, if you think about it, before I left, our ratings were never better. Throughout the weeks, you looked at it, <laughs> hundreds upon hundreds were commenting for me. When I decided to lose the ring name and go back to the legal name to show you guys that I'm transparent in the information I provide and use the term Dick Douglas, which is the name my parents gave me, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> I knew. Our, listen, Renee, you can laugh all you want. I don't know what's been in that. Listen, we can talk about what's been in Renee's vape pen anytime. But what's happening here is bullying that I've never seen before. We have lower thirds coming in that are completely scared of our movement. And the fact of the matter is, Luke, I'd like to get back to what's at hand. Okay. What's at hand is I am the biggest thing that's happened to this podcast this year. You look at the feed since I've been gone. Uh, nothing it's been completely lackluster even though renee luke you guys you guys do a good job but it's not dick douglas it's not what i can bring to the table there was so much talk about this all throughout the night i wasn't informed about this until midnight until midnight because renee threw it on our team and our team had to act and act quickly okay and whenever we started talking about it, the world started talking about it. Whenever I held a rally in Georgetown, Texas, when more people came to that rally than go to the presidential rallies now. They've been <laughs> That's not hard to do. From the <laughs> That's not hard to do. <laughs> I'm talking, listen, I'm talking about the current one and the former one. I've met both of them, and I'll meet the next one. They ain't Dick Douglas. They aren't as motivated. And every time Dick Douglas turns on his video screen and our team gets rolling, the world watches. Our track record's proven. All right. Got time. Nada. <laughs> I can't. I, just, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this guy right now. Um, listen, it, it, this is a simple conversation for me. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what the ratings have been, who's been here? Every single week for the last five years, Dick. Luke Roberts. Luke Roberts. He has. And he's done his job well. It's you that's been derelict of your duty. And why did you ask? No, no, no. It wasn't us. It was your people who you have absolutely no control of, which, by the way, I have 
evidence of this. May I interject evidence? Can I bring my own evidence to this? This argument? Oh, evidence. Skywalker, okay. can you moderator? Yeah. Evidence. Listen, you've already so let so this we can bring evidence. evidence. Tell your time, Matt Al. What? Okay, fair enough. What? Okay. So let's um. Let's see how well you can do damage control after this. Yes, that's right. Go ahead and yell at your assistant because I got a little something I'd like to play for the audience here. Let's you cannot you can play know. this. That completely violates this. Just just shut your mouth before I make – Just I'll come and mute you myself the old-fashioned way. Listen, I don't know what buffoon you got a fucking fire down there, but it's got to happen immediately. I had no idea this was going to happen. No debate prep. I found out at midnight. I don't know who we have in charge of these things anymore. I don't even know who's in charge of my actual staff. All I know is that you're the one that's supposed to be booking this stuff. You're supposed to be setting things up and giving us notice. No fucking notice. You're a fucking idiot. You have 30 minutes to fucking fix this, or we're going to have fucking DEFCON 5. I'm tired of fuck-ups. It's a new version of what we're trying to accomplish, but still, we're fucking up. No, that is so edited. That was so edited. That was that's laughable. It's time to go to break. Is that is that what I'm hearing, Skywalker? Is that the cue that I'm getting? That right was now? so laughable. Right now, he still has he still has time to speak, Night Owl. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh so, even better. <laughs> even better. Please go ahead. Now you have no time to make up some nonsense. The floor is yours, Mr. Douglas. This was the most worst produced piece. This was a Ring of Honor produced piece of content. This was the National Enquirer of a leaked phone call. This was what it was. How many different versions of me talking did you have in 40 seconds? How do you know okay. how long the clip and was? Hold on. Let's just how do you be know clear. how long the clip was? Let's just be clear. I have never once, <laughs> I have never once ever assaulted my staff or in any way degraded them. Okay, no that first part of the lesson here. That first part of the phone call was true. I was upset because let's be honest, our staff made a mistake by letting you convince them that a debate on 24 hours notice would be acceptable. But what you added on to that was a disgrace. I would never once call somebody a fuckhead. That is just disgraceful. Wait a minute. <laughs> Come on, are we gonna let him interrupt all night? This is disgraceful. What happened? What, what was there a question? I mean, I I kind of just have a moment to speak, sir. Okay, well, listen, we'll, we'll just bring it back to this. It doesn't matter if we agree or disagree on the topic. The point and the fact of the matter is, Dick Douglas, is that now that you are contractually obligated to operate within the Wrestle Talk podcast bounds from this fourth through 2022. I'm just going to tell you, I'm not get, letting you get away with a damn thing. Any BS trick, backhanded move, beer can to the back of the head like you did that to that poor kid down in Texas. He okay? had it coming. I'm calling you coming. out on every single last piece of trickery. Calling your me. You're, you're, you're nothing more than an old-fashioned slick You know my track bum. record at home. A crumb. You know bum. my track record. Crumb is all you are, and everybody you're watching that Time. knows it. Time. This point, gentlemen, I can tell right now that both of you, this is getting kind of heated. This is getting very opinionated. This is getting very loud. I think what we need to do here is show a sense of decorum, show a sense of respect. What we're going to do here is we're going to go ahead, as you can see can at the bottom of the screen, into the lawsuit? who's winning the debate? Hashtag vote Richard Douglas or vote the night owl. At this point, we're going to go ahead and take a brief break. 
We come back. We're going to continue. We get a break. The great wrestling debate between the night owl, Renee Martinez, and Richard Douglas, right here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. We will be back in just a few moments. Can we look into this? Get the bag, that's my wrist. Diamonds mobilized. Never switching position, that's what money be in my bag. I don't think I for all the shit that I got, I never had. I got a man, I got a ball. Roll the wrist, the downs are froze. Showing up, fuck, I'm nose. Taking it down, I'm nose. That kick it out, adios. Stacking the bread, lot of dough. Hold the wrist up, don't know where the switch though. Got my fans up, think I need a branch, so we keep it lit. I can't let these niggas miss us Talking crazy, then you might get stitched up I know why they ain't me, so I switch pots I'm running out of food, so fuck a pit stop I've been pulling since a youngin', so I take shots She just wanna fuck me, cause she know I get guac Hit the jackpot, you a mascot I'm on big rocks, on my wristwatch I know why they ain't me, so I switch pots I'm running out of food, so fuck a pit stop Hold up, made a new hip got rolled up, 32 G's in the instant lock. Hold up, now I'm talking shit. Uh, Sammy walk to the whip, every night get lit. He ain't uno for the hit. Driven to deep left field and gone. Bada boom, bada bing, bow cash, bow bling. Go ahead, make it ring, 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 ring. Told the daddy, ring a ding, 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 ding. Hoes, body, chains, and rings. Loud smoke, some amazing thing. Yeah, rip it open and I run in the knee. Miss Coppin' on it, even if I don't need it. Bands on me, left the cash, it's pieces. Thank God, thank you, the real friends. You don't know the meaning. Get on the bag, go do the math, split it up until it's even. I spaz on the beef for no reason. Tripping out, walking on water like Jesus. Let them know it's no season. I know why they hate me, so I switch spots. I'm not running out of fuel, so fuck a pit stop. I've been pulling since a youngin', so I take shots. She just wanna fuck me, cause she know I get guac. Hit the jackpot, you a mascot. I'm on big rocks, I'm on my wristwatch. I know why they hate me, so I switch spots. I'm not running out of fuel, so fuck a pit stop. Make sure y'all uh, go over there and send him some love. You know what I'm saying? It's great to be able to find some music that bops, right? But that we don't get copyrighted on. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I know you guys are having a lot of fun during tonight's show. I'm having a blast. I can't believe we have Dick Douglas back. I mean, 
you know, as much as I hate to admit it, the dude's wildly talented and he's definitely keeping me on my toes. I just wanted to, again, remind everybody, please support your local independent promotion. And if you have an opportunity, go over on your preferred social media platform and give some love to our incredible sponsors, starting with Everything Combat, Pat Milicic, Jay Hollywood, uh, King Cade, of course, where we host our watch parties, Esports Bar KC, I-70 Sports Media. Shout out, Maestro will be here at the end of the show. Make sure you guys stay tuned for him. Royal Mills Transportation, Painter's Dream Production, Rathbum and Graven taking care of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Much still on sale, $20 plus shipping with your name inscribed on it. And of course, the FWWC. That's the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion, the FWWC. Again, guys, support your local independent professionally. Uh, I'm sorry, your local independent promotions. A lot of big shows throughout the year for real, real low. Take your family out. Have a good time. Tell them the Wrestle Talk podcast sent you. Hashtag Let's Talk Wrestling. All that said, I think it's time to get back to business. I'm going to go ahead and bring my guy on here real quick as uh, Skywalker and uh, Dick Douglas finish getting ready for the second portion of the show here. Um, Hardcore Hoss, you've been in the background handling the ones and twos, managing the social media. I know typically you don't like just sitting in the background doing a whole lot of nothing, but I think this show's been a little different, man. Can we get your unbiased thoughts here? You know, well, I wouldn't say I've been doing nothing tonight, you know. The comments have been rolling in, you know, and there's been plenty of comments to put up and you know I, i've been tallying these votes that people have been sending in and it, it has been quite entertaining so far so um, glad you dug it man glad, glad you dug it uh thank you for all your hard work man i'm gonna go ahead and put you back in the background and we'll get this thing rolling there it is we're back. Sorry, guys. I had to take care of sponsors, you know, things that you guys wouldn't really know a whole lot about. Yeah, see, the sponsors that you are completely endorsing and lobbying for throughout this entire debate. Why wouldn't I, bro? Have you ever ridden? Yeah, why wouldn't I? Look at first class. It's a first class organization. Listen, I don't put my name on it unless I verify that it's fantastic. Why wouldn't I support great blue collar, hardworking companies such as Kincaid, Royal Mills Transportation, Rathbone Engraving, which is a, a mom and pop shop. Come on, man. Of course you want Amazon to do well. Of course you want Stables to do well. Why? Because that's where you all have your money. You know, okay, Stables is dead too. They're just dead as NWA. Uh, sorry, did you lose some money on that stock? I've met Jeff Bezos. He's the most polite guy I've ever met. Elon Musk is a little nicer, but let's be honest here. We're trying Stop to talk about transparency for the bad. people, not sponsors for them to use their money on when Christmas, whenever, whenever people are already struggling as it is. All right. Well, gentlemen, at this point, uh, we've had plenty of open discussion. Uh, we do have some more questions that you both agreed upon. Uh, we're going to go ahead and continue again. We want to thank our great sponsors. And as a reminder, uh, if you feel that you have a definitive winner in your mindset, please make sure to put it into social media so we can see who's winning this debate. I got to tell you right now, gentlemen, it's been pretty, pretty even from what I've seen thus far in social media. So we're just going to have to wait and see how the second half of this debate this evening will play out. Uh, we'll go ahead and get started. I would just here. like to point uh, out, I hope Herb Simmons sees the professionalism my campaign brings to the table. And I'd be more than happy to bring my talents to any and campaign to anyone who feels Dick Douglas could really bring change to their industry and their nation. All right. Well, at this point, gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, our first question of the second portion tonight, uh, we'll start with the Night Owl. According to the PWI 500, Kenny Omega was named the number one professional wrestler. Do you agree or disagree with PWI? 
what's the time frame here? When was the list released? Uh, I believe it was through I believe it was through July first of twenty one. I would disagree. Well, I'm going to go against my better instincts. I'm actually going to agree. Um, I want there. Dang it, this is a tough one. I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree because to be the flag bearer for the ship who is pulling up on the fleet, the lone ship that's pulling up on the fleet that is WWE and its dominance of professional wrestling. Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, I'll put him in that same conversation during that time frame. Really, Jericho did. needs to be in a retirement. Shut home. your mouth! It's my time. Hold on, hold on, Richard. You'll get dropped. I'm not even the biggest Kenny Omega fan, but I gotta give it to him to be the flag bearer for the ship that's taking on the fleet all by himself. There's another guy that I would love to say who I actually prefer as a wrestler, but I'm going to give it to Kenny Omega, not because PWI says so. What would Hippie Renee say? Our truth? Hold on, Douglas. You will have your time. I swear, bro. Right you out. disrespect Ron Killens, that's where you're going to cross the line with me. That's where you're going to cross Ron Killens, the joke in the WWE. Oh, the you want to win NWA champion? Gentlemen, gentlemen. Somebody hit this kid's mute button. Kenny Omega is your guy, not even my favorite wrestler during that time frame, but when you look at the landscape and the impact that AEW did, it would not have done it without the signing of Kenny Omega. The signing of Kenny Omega and his subsequent championship run so elevated the AEW during the Wednesday Night Wars that many would argue that that's exactly what got NXT off of Wednesday nights. Kenny Omega and company... Unfortunately, like I said, not my favorite guy, but I've got to give it to him during that time period. It's just time night out. Uh, Mr. Douglas, you have the floor. Okay. I want the people at home to understand what Renee Martinez just told you. He's telling you that you need to get in with the crowd to be with the voice, to be with the people who completely disparage anything that's not AEW or Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is not the greatest wrestler in the world. Kenny Omega is the same one that wrestled a young child who kicked that young child in the face, who completely assaulted someone's someone's offspring. He can't compete with Roman Reigns. If he could compete with Roman Reigns, AT&T Stadium would be sold out tomorrow. If he could compete with Roman Reigns, there wouldn't be a football game in Jacksonville on Sundays. It'd be AEW. Tony Cotton knows they don't have a chance against WWE and Roman Reigns right now. I can say that in a non-biased way. Earlier, I spoke highly of the changes AEW made, but to compare Kenny Omega, a guy that Harley raced from what we heard from our great word of sponsors and advisors and our campaign of Jim Cornette, who said that Harley Race didn't care for Kenny Omega, that he read that on his show. The audio is out there. Look at it. Someone who didn't have the respect of our traditional legends. And to say he's the number one wrestler in the world. The number one wrestler in the world is a unifier who can bring the tastes of both sides of professional wrestling together to cheer him on or her. I would look at Bianca Belair as the greatest wrestler in the world, both men and women. And the fact that we have a men's list and a women's list is highly offensive. 
and it completely disgraces what we represent. We're about everyone. And about everyone means everyone competing on the same level. When we talk about wrestling, we don't just talk men and women. We don't segregate like the fans of AEW and Renee Martinez want to do. We include. And Bianca Belair is 10 times better than Kenny Omega and 100 times better than what Roman Reigns brought to the table this year. All right. Uh, Night Owl, your chance to reply. Oh, I'm going to keep... reply, but I don't. It's called rebuttal. We've been doing it since the beginning of the show. No, you've just been ranting. Oh, have I? Okay. Well, let me continue with my ranting then. How difficult is it for a guy who stuck with Roman when certain people on the feed here tonight, it's my time to chastise the comments section here, the lower third, because there are certain unnamed individuals who hated Roman Reigns for the longest time. And I said, no, he's got it in them. They're just missing you. Nah, bro, he can't do it. He can't talk. He can't this. He can't that. Yes, he can. They have given him the platform to do it now. But during that time frame, going back to July of 2021 and the year before that, Kenny Omega was main eventing every single pay-per-view that he was on within that year. Against the very best available competition, not in one company, but in every company throughout the world. We talked about that 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 uh, that that breaking down that 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 elusive door, right? Who did it if not Kenny Omega? Roman Reigns hasn't faced anybody outside of WWE because there's no one to face him. In oh, you look at some so WWE, there's way. nobody. So you're admitting. That Roman Reigns' climb to the top has been easier than Kenny Omega's. Are you no, because point? no, because you have fa- no, 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 not because one of- bit. You have fans like yourself who have to get off on supporting Kenny Seth Omega. Rollins, and that's exactly what Bobby Lashley. He hasn't fought Drew McIntyre. Roman has fought none of these people, none. And the reason he's the s- sole shining star on SmackDown is because there is no competition. In AEW, they can bring in the best competition <laughs> in the world from every single company, bro. You can't deny Time. that this man did. He can't deny it. Time. I don't even you like can it. deny it. You can. I don't Let's even look like at the any, any, Excuse me. I don't even excuse like him. And I got Excuse me. Sick of this. Mr. Douglas? You look at the ratings. Okay, to say that Kenny Omega kicked NXT off of Wednesdays is such a disgrace. I mean, that's so false. He didn't kick Kate. Listen, WWE made that decision. No, they didn't. They made that decision based off the best interest of the company, not because of ratings. They don't care about ratings anymore. They're above ratings. They told you that time and time again. I've told everyone WWE doesn't care because they know that their capital will be met. Okay, so to say that he kicked anyone off of a Wednesday night program is just such disgrace. And for all the Kenny Omega fans out there, listen, you can say what you want about him and how he's just so athletic and he's this and he's that. But what he doesn't do is he doesn't give you a reason to believe him. He doesn't give you anything for you to be successful. Okay, and you want to talk about Roman Reigns not having anybody to beat, but and he didn't compete with anyone outside of of WWE. Let's be honest here. There's no one to compete with. There's no one on his level. No one, not even Kenny Omega. What Kenny Omega can do on the trampoline in his backyard is nothing but to what Roman Reigns can do in a squared circle in a real 
professional wrestling ring. And the fact that you want to consider yourself a journalist and say that is just asinine. All right, gentlemen, at this point, I'm going to have to call time on both of you here. We are going to move on to our next question. And, Mr. Douglas, you will have. Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. I just wanted to say something. There was a lower third accusing me of something so disgusting. We don't have time. I have never been accused of anything disgusting in my life. Okay. I am respectful of women. I'm respectful of small business. And I'm respectful of our nation. All right. Thank you, Mr. Douglas. At this point, I'm going to go ahead and bring the next question to you. In recent years, social media has become extremely vital to professional wrestling. What is your view of social media and its current relationship with professional wrestling? Yeah, that's a great question, Luke, and I thank you for that. This is an important question that I hope every young wrestler out there is listening to. You see, even though my age might only be 22, my experience is vast. And I've seen careers be destroyed by social media, by people that get have a bad day and they post about how they feel or what upsets them in that heat of the moment. And then it ruins them. It completely ruins them. Every skill that they'd acquired, every contact that they met vanished and gone. And I mean completely gone. I agree with a lot of what these people post. I agree with a lot of what they say. But what I disagree in is the way that they do it. Twitter, social media, and any platform out there is to promote your brand, to promote your company, and to give everyone a highway and a byway and communication to your team. That's what it's for. It's not for posting how you feel about the United States political scheme. It's not posting how you feel about someone backstage doing something they shouldn't. It's about you growing your brand and growing the people around you. The trolls of Twitter have ruined it for all of us. They've ruined it for people like Renee, who try to report real wrestling news sometimes. Instead, Renee has had to result now to editing clips together and playing something so egregious and disgusting that we are so appalled to have to listen to because he knows without that, no one will like it, no one will retweet it, no one will help him grow. We have to scream louder without having any information provided because that's what this society and social media has allowed us to do. Instead of being factual, instead of being promotion-based and driven, instead of utilizing our God-given uses of communication, we're dying because of it. And we need to start thinking not in whether something is offensive or not offensive, but if something is good for business and wrong for business. And that's what's missing in this nation today. I'm Mr. Uh, Nidal. Richard, cut the bullshit, okay? Cut it out with this fake dip diplomatic stance that you're taking. When in reality, your actions back up nothing that you're saying. It sounds great, and you're actually even winning over some of the people in the comment section. Bravo. You got a couple over to your side. But let, let us look at a little kind of sort of inconspicuous thing called facts and evidence. Going back, because you're talking about inclusion and social media, and, and you know we're not using it the right it's, way. We need to, it's we need right. to be it's inclusive. It's part of our it's part of the www.cityonthehill.org platform page. You can Moderator, look do your job. Continue now. Let's, let, let's observe. 
on multiple occasions during your famed press conferences, I think you've even set some sort of record for the longest press conference without anyone watching it. Rally. Social media history. I'm sorry, rally, right? (laughs) Which nobody attended. Um, Why is it, though, Mr. Douglas, that during that time when you are doing these rallies, you talk about inclusiveness, but when anybody of, like, color comes near you, you always expediently move in the other direction? Or, you know, when you're walking with your man purse and you see a person of color on your same side of the sidewalk, you always cross the street? That is so bizarre. Because you can say whatever you want about being mistreated and inclusion on Twitter, but that's not how you live your life. You know why people chastise you on Twitter, Dick Douglas? Because they can see right through your nonsense. And you know what? I kind of like those trolls. Not all trolls. (laughs) But I like the trolls that call out the crap that come out of your mouth. So for those that reason, we need the trash talkers. We need the gatekeepers, the people that are not going to let crap like this stand. Because the last thing we need sitting up on that hill in the city is a big piece of crap like you. And everything you're saying is not true. I see how you treat your staff. I see that. Dude, I've even seen you coming into a ring, shaking hands with a patron, a colored patron, somebody my tone, and then wiping your hand on your pants. Oh, come on. Are you going to deny it? Slander and Are you going to deny it? Yes. Time. Yes. That's disgusting. You're so Any... full of crap, bro. Time. Mr. Douglas, <laughs> floor is yours. Am I allowed to speak now? I hope all the people at home realize what Renee just did. What Renee did was scream as loud as he could just so someone could hear him instead of actually answering the question. What Renee did was completely go off script and go off the question, and he asked complete accusations and made egregious, and I hope the Wrestle Talk podcast has a disclaimer to let people know that these are not the truths. What happened at that show is there was a wave, a wave of COVID that was going around the St. Louis area. I went to a Walgreens. This dude. Can we have some decorum? I'm allergic to bullshit. I'm sorry, bro. It's like you're allergic to the truth. You're allergic to change. You're allergic to anything that this movement gives a shit about. Okay? Let's be honest. There was a wave of COVID. People were shaking my hand. A little girl, which they said by science, Dr. Fauci said this, who I have had dinner with said that children are the most transmissible. And I would be remiss not to tell our listeners to mask up in public setting and to listen to our government's advice. But they said that children were the most transmissible when a child made me a Christmas gift at that show. They made me a Christmas gift, a beautiful toy. And I shook her hand and I told her how much I appreciated her support. And I was walking around, and as I kept shaking more people's hands, I realized that that child could have gotten somebody else sick. So after I shook that gentleman's hand, I happened to wipe my hand because that's when I realized the transmission evidence that supports what I'm saying. And that's exactly what happened. This campaign is full of diversity, Luke Roberts, and it's full of diverse people just like yourself and just like the people listening. Just like my man, Sonny Mayo, who, by the way, said something about him being more Italian. Don't don't insult my heritage. B. 
because our heritage is what makes this country great and what makes wrestling great. It's what Renee insults about me on time and time again, and not because he wants to, but because he has to, because he knows that's the only way people will listen. My heritage is what drives this campaign along with the passion that Dustin Rhodes has given me. And it's what I'm going to use to drive us into television fame and to wrestling history. Time. Night out. I've made my statement. There is no doubt in my mind that Dick Douglas is the pro wrestling version of Kevin Durant. He's got more burner accounts than the princess of Saudi Arabia who want to give you $1 million if you just send them $2,000 expediently through Western (laughs) Union. Bro, you're full of it. And the words that you spoke, I agree with. More inclusion, more patience, less trolls. But you happen to be one of those people, and you're just pissed off. Name one instance I trolled. Name one instance I trolled. Name one instance I trolled. Mr. Douglas, it's the night owl floor. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. There's only one thing that you've ever freaking brought to the table here, Dick Douglas. And the fact is simple. It's that big, incredibly unsustainable ego of yours that you think you're just going to push people around and make stuff up and bully them. And I'm not standing for it. It's just that simple. Time. We'll move on to our next question. Before Uh, we move on, before we move on, I actually like to share and introduce something that may actually please. You see, I, I'm a giving individual. I like to give of myself, just like we give the time here to the Wrestle Talk podcast and the Wrestle Talk podcast family. <laughs> um, shout out to Scott. Love your mugs, bro. You do a great job. I am actually quite proud of this. And do we I get to stop a debate? Because yes. there was no yes. moderation just, just, going on. Just, it's two on just, one. Just watch your mouth and pay attention, and you'll be thanking me here in just a second. So for those of you who have the ability to zoom in your screen, this debate has reached epic proportions. The one and only legendary Dustin Rhodes Goldust has decided to react to the back and forth between yours truly and Richard Douglas. So if you think you're witnessing something historic, let a Hall of Famer and legend such as Dustin Rhodes serve as evidence, because there it is, gentlemen, something I'm extremely proud of. And guess what? We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. So don't pat yourself on the back yet, Douglas, because you being here is part of the reason Answers that we're the getting that notoriety, but you're embarrassing yourself. All right, what I've done, what I've done, no one's ever seen before. I'm sorry, but I have to respond to that, Luke Roberts, because he assaulted me and attacked me. What I did is what. Excuse me, you know, I just gave you credit, Mr. Douglas. Listen, listen. What I did, no one else could ever even think of. I created a platform driven on people whose voices have been lost, people who love watching the natural Dustin Rhodes, and miss that type of wrestling. I created a utopia. I created a movement. You can check it out, www.thecityonthehill.org. You can see all the stuff that we've done and continue to do. We're having the State of the Union on January 11th. It's going to go for an hour and a half, and I'm going to give a speech that was longer than the rally in Georgetown Oh dear. that highlights 
our goals for 2022 in the fiscal year. It's going to be longer. Dustin Rhodes, what he was doing was giving you hope that you could try to come close to me. Okay? And let's be honest. I have nothing but respect for the RWA, and honest to God, without them, there would be no Dick Douglas, and there would be no this. Because without without them, there would be no Dick Douglas. But with the RWA, excuse me, what the RWA did was give you hope. They gave you hope that you could come close to me in this debate. The RWA still has to answer some questions about my match with Corey Cooper that no one's talked about. How does a zombie just show up out of nowhere? All of a sudden, there's Abaddon. All of a sudden, the referee goes, one, two, three. And I lose to Corey Cooper. There's still questions. And karma's a real thing. I didn't get the main event, even though I campaigned for it and reached 100,000 people in two weeks. And I reached 900,000 in three months. But I got it against Ricky Cruz, a legend. Karma's real. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, as we're drawing near the end of the great professional wrestling debate, uh, we do have one more question that was brought forward. And I want to go ahead and pose this to both of you. And Night Owl, with this final question, I'm going to go ahead and have you uh, be the first to answer. Uh, As uh, Mr. Douglas just spoke a moment ago, he talked about visions. Visions for not only the future of 2021, but 2022 and beyond. My question to you is this. What are your visions for the WrestleTalk podcast going forward into the year 2022? Well, for one, I uh, truly do hope that it goes better than uh, Mr. Douglas's time down at the RWA. Let it be noted that several students from his class have appeared on AEW Dark, and he's done no such thing himself. Again, you no. did a good job bringing no. the boss oh. here, but you've been embarrassing your specialty guy. I'm sorry, my guy. Mm. Like our uh, friends. Oh, and then you get Sebastian Exall from RWA <laughs> who comments, who comments something again disgraceful. This is a kid who tried to get my endorsement and it didn't work. He rated me six on the people he wanted to wrestle. I should have been one, and everyone knows it. Right? Were you just not able to pay him enough to make you his number one? Is that what happened? I would, I would imagine it's something of that nature. Let Don't me answer the question. question. Don't we have a question? I, I, my time. And for the people at home, this is my remote to see your comments right here. I click the little bottom of it and gets me new comments. Night out, you have floor. You got one of those life alerts too? I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, I'm Richard Douglas. I fell. I'm Doug Douglas. Quack, quack. Anyway, um, all right. So the, the future of the Wrestle Talk podcast is oh so glorious because. Not only have we added a new host in Sunny Money Mayo, not only have we retained the incredible talents of the maestro of I-70 Sports Media and Big Sexy, DJ Big Sexy STL, the road dog, Chris Rodell, Nightmare Jones, Luke <laughs> Skywalker Roberts, Hardcore Hoss, general manager of the Infinite Brand FWC gang. Ah, 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 you know the vibes, what's up? But we have now legally binded Dick Douglas to the Wrestle Talk podcast through all of 2022, meaning that we can even tell you when you can catch Dick Douglas and all of his shenanigans, lies, and buffoonery. It'll be every first and third Tuesday of the month, starting January 4th. And to make things even sweeter, oh, because I'm going to be chuckling like Santa Claus, 
Pitt Douglas, you'll be co-hosting each and every one of those shows with yours truly, the Night Owl, Rene Martinez. <laughs> it's going to be a great 2022, brother. No, hold on. Hold on. Boom, boom. Night Owl time, Mr. Douglas. Mr. Douglas? Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I guess did, we're did, did, Hold on. Get your ass over here. Who the um did this? The fuck? Uh, oh Douglas, your mic isn't muted. You can hear. Your mic wasn't muted. Renee, I'm happy to be a part of this. <laughs> Bro, who did you just beat up? My beat up. <laughs> we beat heard up. you, bro. We heard you. We heard you hit somebody. Skywalker, come on, man. Come on. You're the moderator. Be honest. You heard that, didn't you? I I, I don't know what we heard. All I know is we like it is now. We, he, his, his video is 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 gone. Um <laughs> Um, what a sore loser. I, loser? <laughs> I get a chance to respond, and I'm appalled. I am absolutely appalled that you would accuse anyone of my Paul, campaign, let Richard. alone myself. Let alone myself, appalled. You look at my track record. You look at what I've done. Not even just with Dustin. Down when I went to the school of Morton and had my impact seminar and tryout, and I kicked ass and I took names and so did our campaign. That's what's big in 2022 for the Wrestle Talk podcast. You get a winner. You get somebody who deserves to be on AEW Dark. And yeah, you're right, Renee. More people in Dustin Rhodes School has gotten on AEW Dark than me. Congratulations. You want to know why? Because they were too busy kissing people's asses like yourself so you could cheer for them. I'm trying to make change, and I am trying to make innovative proportional measures that ensure the safety and, and complete long being longevity of our industry. What's coming up in 2022 is important. And it's time to jump on the Dick Douglas train because the world needs Dick Douglas and so does AEW. But to sit there and lie to these people and to downplay what we've accomplished in 2021 is appalling and quite frankly egregious. I was in St. Louis on the Hill just a couple of weeks ago with my Complete and utter respect to the Hill. Someone came up to me and said, Dick Douglas, you don't stand for me. And I looked him in the face and I said, you know what? You're right. I get where you're coming from. I need to be more inclusive of your beliefs. We need to stand up for you as well because people have forgotten. And I'm proud to know that Viviana's and Favaz's, all the great restaurants in St. Louis on the Hill support Dick Douglas. I'm proud to say that I've received endorsements from numerous people, and there's going to be more on the way. Roger Stone just endorsed us. Roger Stone, one of the greatest political minds of our generation. He just endorsed us. Rudy Giuliani, another name, endorsed us. That's what's coming to the Wrestle Talk podcast. That's what's going to be coming to your television screen soon. Guys, I have no doubt that our campaign will make it to a television screen near you, whether it's AEW whether it's WWE, but be that as it may, when Dustin Rhodes or whenever 
an agent from WWE calls us, we'll be ready. Because I'm standing up for you and I'm preparing and training for us to be successful, not just me. Look at what Renee gives you. You get a chance to buy a mug that says Russell Talk Podcast. Look at what your favorite wrestlers get to give you at home, a T-shirt with their name on it or their face. They don't give you anything to better your life. They don't give you anything for you to be successful in this industry. What does a mug give you? What does it give you to be successful? Well, with a mug as ugly as What Dick Douglas gives you, excuse me, get out of here, out. What Dick Douglas gives you is success. He gives you a voice. He gives you a chance to carry a torch to the next generation of professional wrestling. And that's what he's going to do here at the Wrestle Talk podcast. And that's what he's going to give to you at home. So salty. No, it's not salty. I, I'm Look, trying to figure that, out uh, how I'm this happened, head. but we will. And I hope all of you understand that the best is yet to come for the Wrestle Talk podcast. Ratings will go up again now that Dick Douglas is here. And in January 10th, when we give our State of the Union, I promise you, your voices and Wrestle Talk podcast will be implemented and emphasized to the fullest extent. And I will gain your trust. Thank you. All right, night out. You have one minute. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet because I'd actually like to give my time to somebody who's worthy of it, unlike Dick Douglas. But before I turn it over to my dear friend, the Maestro, for some closing thoughts, let me just say this: You don't gotta like the people you work with, folks. And I hate to say this, but if they're talented. You may want to make it work. Somehow, some way, I think this is going to be the most painful yet entertaining year of the Wrestle Talk podcast that we've ever seen. With the incredible support of an amazing sponsors like I-70 and Kincaid amongst all the rest. I think we're going to kill it. I think we're going to do a fantastic job. And ultimately, if I got to work with Dick Douglas and it's for the betterment, of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Initially, I'm going to feel like, oh, son of a bitch. But by the end of it, and of course, he disappears. And, and I'm going to try to say something nice. And the guy runs off. At the end of the day, I think all the Wrestle Talk. We're dealing with a meltdown here, okay? Shut Wonderful. your back. Let me finish what I'm saying. Because I'm going to put you over in the end, whether you like it or not. As hard as you make it for me to put your dumb ass over, I'm going to put you over. Because it's hard and it's difficult and it's challenging and it's entertaining it's going to be. At the end of the day, Wrestle Talk Podcast is going to hit episode 400 and beyond. Because all we do... Okay. Okay. And they stay there. And they stay there. Okay. Okay. Now that Can we I have fun? fun. I'm going to give up the rest of my time to somebody way more important than you, Douglas. And I think it's justified. Skywalker, please take care of the introduction. We didn't have All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, to conclude tonight's great debate is an individual that I have grown over the course of the year 2021 to uh, have the opportunity to uh, know a great deal about. I've known him for Listen, many years. I've had an opportunity to sit alongside him at the uh, announce table for Dynamo Pro Wrestling. He is one of the great uh, people behind Interstate 70 Sports Media. And at this time, uh, Night Owl, if you want to go ahead and bring him in here, uh, we're going to go ahead and welcome to the show 
uh, longtime member of the Russell like Talk family, the maestro, right Jeremy Carp. Uh, Jeremy, you're going to come on in here. Uh, we've got you here on the program. I know that you've got something that you'd like to add Breakfast here to tonight's paper. festivities. Uh, we've got Richard Douglas, who's taking care of some some matters right now. Uh, I can hear that. <laughs> we don't know if he's going to be able to join us for the rest of the debate tonight. We're going to turn things over to you. Give me a good I has deferred that to you. Um, uh, I, 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 yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and turn things over to you, Maestro. Wait. Awesome. You guys can hear me loud and clear. Is that correct? Somebody mute Douglas. He's beating up one of his staffers. Somebody called 911. Send security over there. <laughs> it's <laughs> ridiculous. I can't believe we can hear this. He's such a sore loser. I mean, he's something. All right. All right. Thank you so much. You can hear me loud and clear, right, gentlemen? Bro, you sound great. You look great. Awesome. Thank Happy you. holidays. Jeremy, I just wanted to say how much I missed you, and I did have a statement prepared. We're so glad to see the maestro back here at the Wrestle Talk podcast. Jeremy, you and I hosted together for years. You're uh, just a wonderful person. What you're doing at I-70 Sports Media is gold. You know, I produce our company, my company, the City on the Hill Productions, we're getting our paperwork filed. We produce a lot of radio, and I-70 Sports Media is where we get a lot of our information because you such you such diligent work. And I'm so glad that you're going to be back here at the helm with us, guiding us into 2022. Well, Dick Douglas, I greatly appreciate those uh, kind words and sentiments. And like like okay. usual, you uh, spit nothing but the truth. So thank you, thank folks. You. Let me tell you something. I mean, this is episode three hundred and seventy-five of the Wrestle Talk podcast. This podcast has come a long way. But it's not just because of the amazing sponsors, and it's not just because of the amazing hosts that are on this show and on other shows, of course. <laughs> and Dick Douglas is a part of it, too. But it's because yeah. of you, the fans. And it's because of you, the fans, that the WrestleTalk podcast continues to grow every single week. And it will only go up from here on out. This year has seen strides that blew any expectations that any of us had. We're ambitious. But at the same time, with ambition comes great risk. Turn my camera off. And we have put those risks right on top, and here we are. I mean, we have an amazing new host in Sunny Money Mayo. I think he has yeah. a great flair and character. <laughs> and I'm just going to say it. It is great to have Dick Douglas back. You damn and right. I know I know, my uh, colleague, the Night Owl, always has his uh, strong opinions on on Mr. Douglas, but you know what? That's okay. <laughs> you asked for two minutes, and this dude won't even give you. I would See? like to apologize for the profanity. I did not know that Night Owl turned our microphone on, Jeremy. I was just trying to emphasize a point here. Please go on. I, I really respect Well, folks, I, w I also wanted to say that it is at the end of the year, and it is the cusp of the holiday season. Christmas is upon us. Kwanzaa is upon us. And it's it's a very special time of the year. We should all be very grateful for our lives. And in these times that the world is going through, we need to hold our loved ones close. Give them phone calls if they're far away. Never leave home without telling the ones you love what you think of them. And most importantly... Life is a book full of empty pages just waiting to be written in. Make your lives worth reading. Merry Christmas. 
Happy Kwanzaa and Happy New Year. Oh, God. We saw the liberals are happy. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.